What's up, my miners of intelligence and consciousness? I'm Rick Brooks, and this is Rick's Mind. Today, we're doing a fireside chat, plain and simple. What up, peeps? How's How are you? DJ DeMarco in the house. I am good. Almost ready to get married, so it's it's chaos. Dude, how bizarre is that? That You know, you know this is actually kind of a strange thing. Another positive uh, thing about the pandemic. Uh-huh. Number, number one, uh, a lot of people met up during the pandemic mm-hmm. and just stayed together uh, you that was that does not include you though like you met back up before we met yeah we met a year before the pandemic started so That's we, right. we met we met in march of 19 so we've we've stuck it out through the pandemic but we were already like shut-ins anyway so now did now i just like you guys just started hanging out and then just never stopped right yeah, pretty much yeah we went on our first date and then the first date never really ended so you know, they, there's that joke about what first date for a lesbian is, you know, you go for a first date, second date's a U-Haul. That was kind of us, honestly. Yeah, man. <laughs> yes. That That is, dude, yeah, the lesbians move fast. They're just all about moving in together. You know? Getting dog. Cohabitation get, is dog. pretty dope. Let's get a dog right I, now. Yeah, see, and I already had the dog, so it was just like, what are you doing? I'm waiting. Let's go. <laughs> so you were talking, you're making coasters. Yeah, we're for our, so we're having our wedding next week, and we're doing, we've, we're doing literally everything ourselves. The only thing that we, it like, us or our family hasn't done, put together, or made for this is our photographer, who's a friend of mine. Um She's doing the photography, but then like, uh, like Becca's sister, older sister is very, she's very, she's an artist. She's very, very good. And so she's making, like, she made the bouquets out of like flower arrangements and, uh, she's made boutonnieres for everybody. She's made all the decorations. Um, Becca's, uh, brother is a bake, is a, is a chef. So he's baking our cake. Um, we're cooking all of the food. Uh, we're buying beer, so I'm not making beer for everyone, but I'm smoking like I'm smoking pork butts and making pulled pork. Uh, we're just basically like doing a cookout, you know. Uh, we're but the coasters are the the gifts for everybody. So we we got found somebody that sold uh, different types of wood in different sizes and just found like three or four inch diameter, like half inch thick slices of eastern red cedar. And so it's got like a really nice, like purpley tone to the wood. Uh, mm-hmm. Becca has a wood pen and she's basically painting them with heat and burning in a design. And then uh, we're going to go through and finish them and oil them and seal them and then uh, super glue some little silicone feet on them and turn them into coasters for everybody. Because you yeah, always need coasters, badass. you know? You always need. I, you know, I've never understood the coaster, and in fact, I'm really? anti. Wow, you don't yeah. have nice furniture. <clears throat> no, that, that's why. Not, dude. Yeah, get nice definitely furniture. Not. Get nice furniture and leave your uh, sweaty beer on the counter or on the table, and come back an hour later and watch the wood start to, you know, bubble and warp around it. That's the, that's the coaster. I'm very pro coaster. The pro coaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have nice. Maybe I'll maybe I'll switch. Mm-hmm. I'm not opposed to switching my views. All right. You know, I've never said that I wouldn't be. Pro you got to be open minded about how your condensation accumulates. Dude, I just never would have thought about that. You know, I, I just, put if you put you know you put a week into building something and it's gorgeous. You don't want to fuck it up. Dude, a hundred percent, man. 
Um, definitely want to talk about a bunch of things uh, today. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about was no, it wasn't the crypto market mm-hmm. crash, which is, by the way, which has been fantastic. Yeah. It's time to buy in. You're getting everything at a discount. Everything's getting, you're getting everything at a discount. But no, I'm, I'm trying to remember what I wanted to think about. It was like one of the things I definitely wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah. I went on a, went down a few rabbit holes mm-hmm. about like, Chinese investment. Oh, okay. In in Africa. Oh yeah, they've been big time, just like building infrastructure like crazy all over Africa for decade for like it's, a decade. Yeah, man, they really have been like mm-hmm. getting a lot of shit done. Uh, they built a, I think it's to the United African Nations or uh-huh. something like that. They built them. They've done a lot a in Ethiopia, I believe too. They have. Uh, they built them a like. Like a like, it's not like a command center, but there's a just just uh, where all the nations of Africa communicate. I don't know. You have to Google this, but it's kind of um, like the UN for Africa, sort of. Pretty much, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I can't remember what it's called. It's like but, the uh, it's like the United African Congress or something like that. Yeah, I think that they think that might be Let it. But so the, so they built this building, and then they uh this one of the IT guys noticed that all their servers were coming alive at night and transferring information to a another server in like uh, somewhere in Beijing and he's like uh, they're stealing all of our information so then they find the the servers that's stealing the information basically spying on them and then they remove it and China's like you know what let us buy you new servers oh. now. And then they're like, <laughs> we definitely no won't put a back door and everything. <laughs> no, thank you, sir. We, we don't want that. So that's been interesting. And just, it really just, um, it's amazing. The, the amount of, it's amazing how much like all countries do that. Um, the CIA was pretty notorious or the NSA is pretty notorious for that. Uh, there was a book that I read, uh, when I was a teenager that was written by Kevin Mitnick, who is, a uh, like one of the all-time hackers that he was a phone freaker and then started hacking and he hacked uh i forget he hacked some part of the government and i don't remember what but he was on the run for like five or ten years or something and now he's you know he's served his time he legally cannot be alone with a computer uh without supervision uh kind of stuff he talked about in his book it was all about cybersecurity and about how the nsa was somehow able to build in back doors all over the entirety of the canadian national security system uh and i'm sure the eu and everywhere else too anywhere that's had an american developer yeah oh yeah Really? Yeah. I wonder, why would we want to spy on? Well, I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah. The real question is, why wouldn't you want to spy on? They're our, too those nice. Fox to the they're north. too nice. I think that that's what they're it hiding. Is, dude. They're hiding something. It's in the maple syrup. They're hiding it. They're, they're too nice, and I can't trust that. You can never trust a Canadian. <laughs> oh, and straight up to go back to your, it, it is the African Union. Is what you're talking about? Okay. Yeah, the African Union, man. Yeah. That, so that that's been interesting. Um, it's it has been. It's interesting. It, I wonder where, like, China is going to be in, like, 100 years. I, Do you think they'll is, just be this giant superpower that has their, their economies surpassed us? And I don't. So I have been pretty bullish on China for a while. And it's obvious that they are, you know, they're blowing up and they have been. But I think that... Th- 
I don't at with how the the their recent census that came out from the past decade that their birth rate has fallen so much lower and they are and I've seen all these different been reading all these articles since then about how the culture of Chinese young people is changing vastly where with combined with their demograph uh, demographics that are changing they're soon going to be within if their birth rate doesn't very quickly pick up over the next 10 years, they will be in a similar position to where we are starting to be currently, where we have a very elderly population with no social services or anything to take care of them. And you also have a, you know, a young population who's been through enough that we're not willing to put up with the same kind of bullshit that people did. So there's a a big shift in China now about, uh, people not having kids or not wanting to only have one or two kids or not want to work in factories. They want to have jobs where they can have a decent life and spend time with their family and not, you know, just not live that life. Um, I think the only way China gets past us, I think is if they just completely control everything. And I think that I don't think that their people will put up with that. I think by the next generation, I think there's going to be a serious challenge to the state power that they have there, unless they do something to stamp it out. Well, they've, I mean, they definitely would do something to stamp that out. Oh, yeah, right. But I definitely think the only way that they get past us now is solely because of absolute totalitarian control of their economy, which they mostly have still, but it's getting looser and looser with the more and more business they do. And I just don't, I don't see them giving up the money to take control because, you know, we've seen how that's gone. Like, they took over Hong Kong for the money because that's such a financial system. They didn't have any interest in it or very little interest in it before. Yeah, they did. It's, But another thing that we're starting to notice that, that kind of coincides with what you said is – other countries that this opens the door for other country other countries that have cheap labor mm-hmm. to bring on and attract more foreign investment if you look at mexico uh india if india mm-hmm. india doesn't quite have the infrastructure no that uh even in mexico does they don't have like a lot of roads and ports and ship but it, damn, they've if got they're the able, population they have the population i know that apple recently has built some of, some of their cell phones are being manufactured in India because China is more expensive now than it yeah. ever has been. Yeah. So it, it'll be interesting to see what other country. The, I mean, the Philippines is kind of but Vietnam's another one where people are going to start flocking to. That's interesting. It's, just, it's, it, it, it's interesting too because it's going along with I think too, the Chinese becoming more environmentally aware of what they're doing. Like they're still polluting like the worst of anyone, but they even signed on to the Paris Climate Accord. And mm-hmm. if it's anything like the Kyoto Accords, everybody actually gave a shit and tried to hit those marks, except for the, like, I think we backed out of it uh, partially, and India and China never signed on. Um, but China signed on to the Paris Accord. And I think because that, that's like it's getting so much more expensive to manufacture there because all of the things that we're making and using in electronics are horribly toxic between the mining for the metals or the actual manufacturer, just the e-waste that I think China is <clears throat> like the whole lie of recycling all over the nineties was, you know, 
you reuse it and whatever. And, you know, what was happening was you throw it in your bin to be reused and it was put on a boat and sent to China and put in the landfill, <laughs> you know? Oh, no, no you know? really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I did not know that yeah, at that, all. That's terrible. That, I didn't, I think it did, that didn't really, I wasn't personally aware of that until about four or five years ago, there was a town in, a county or a town in Eastern Oregon that was and and something happened with the the local city waste company as well that they they had all of a sudden all these changes to what they could recycle be they used to say just put it in the bin if it's not you know if it's not food waste put it in the bin and it's probably recyclable or we'll sort it and then they said then they got really strict of what they had to sort because what they were doing was they were using people who they would pick up the tr- pick up the recycling and then they would sell it to people and those people would then put it on a boat and sell it to somebody in China and they just dump it in a landfill. And so when those people stopped doing that and China started being more conscious about that, they stopped taking other people's trash. Like there was a, I'll have to find it and send it to you. There was a whole event that was going on between can what was it? China, Thailand or the Philippines and Canada where the Canadians were tr- like desperately trying to recycle stuff just waste and china wouldn't buy it and there was this like this container ship full of recyclables that was just going back and forth between like thailand or the philippines and vancouver for like a while just trying to offload all this shit and no one would buy it so it's like that i think it'll be interesting to see how that changes if india then follows that same pattern I hope India doesn't. That just seems like you're getting fucked. You're just gonna. Why would you buy trash? That's what we need to figure out. I don't know. I I think they were. I know they were buying. Uh, they were buying a lot of e-waste because while it is horribly toxic for the environment, it's a very, it's very laborious, but it's very lucrative to recycle get, e-waste because you can get there's there's in all of anything that's electronic. There's a ton of pr- uh, precious metal besides copper. Yes, there's gold. Gold, there's palladium, gold. galenium, yeah. uh, platinum. There's a lot of stuff. It's a, it's a surprising you're, amount. You're getting like minuscule, like you're getting grams of mm-hmm. it, right? You're melting it down, right? You're right it'd be super laborious, but all those terrible. All those things, like by the, what is gold like now? A few thousand an ounce, you know? Yeah. Grams are hundreds of dollars, you know? It's worth It's worthwhile. That's true, because you're only paying the dude that's doing it, or the dudes, men and women that are doing it, only pennies on the dollar. Yeah, so. exactly. And I used to, you know, we both of us worked at the Oregon State University surplus and recycling program. You know, that's how we met. And I worked in the computer section, and we used to do that with, you know, sort through computers, try to salvage what we could sell or rebuild and sell. Or dump it all into a bin and a big truck would come over, we'd wrap it, they'd pick it up and throw it on a flatbed and take it somewhere and shred it and melt it down, you know? And they'd pay like a hundred bucks for, you know, a six foot high pallet that probably weighed, you know, I don't even know much, a a bunch, you know? With the card filled with, yeah, that's cardboard Gaylords. Well, first off, it was not a flatbed. It was a dry van. Oh, a dry van, but still, you know, you buy pallets full. It was insane how much they would would buy and how much money they got out of it, too. 
but it's the the startup costs for it are insane the amount of stuff plus like most places you can't do it because it's so toxic which is why it's mostly been doing done in china and in the uh like in developing countries do you ever see like those videos like in um some of them are in India, some of them are in like really small island chains and there's just fucking trash Everywhere. in the ocean. Yeah, it's te- it's isn't it's, it's horribly crazy. depressing. Yeah. It is terribly depressing. Like the, stuff like, no, those, we're those not trash turn gyres. This into bu- oh, it's already we're not this. This, no, we're not going to turn <laughs> this into a bummer cast. We're not. I realize that we're going <laughs> down that road right now. We've realized that we are very quickly going down. It's only that a matter road. of time until we start talking about aliens. No, we're not going to talk <laughs> about aliens today. We're not going to do it. I will say, and this is this is all I'm saying on the subject. Disclosure is coming, baby. I'm I have I hope something happens like but I'm starting to think they're just going to use it as another like another ploy to just cover things up because they've been trying to do that if you notice that in the last few weeks the that one incident with the the navy and the little pill pill ship thing uh they've been trying to a lot of people have been trying to say that it's just lens flares on an IR camera and it was nothing or you know, it feels like there's it's that's somehow going to be used for disinformation. I hope not. I hope I not, really but hope that's not. my that's my instinct, and I hate when my instinct is right. I think that I don't know what we're gonna find out though, but I'm very curious, and it's any day now, correct? Like, I think it was pull... it was it like it had to be done by the end of June or something like that, or maybe Let's it's see. July. Yeah, pull out. When is the disclosure coming out? Let's see. I'm not sure. Here we go. According to New York Magazine, June 3rd, New York Times reported senior administration officials who were briefed on the report had found no evidence. And then it doesn't say that it doesn't say when it will be released, but they've at least told Congress. So I don't know. I could see Biden trying to shut it down. But then again, he keeps carrying on Trump policies anyway. So who knows? Dude, I'm so out of the political game right now. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, I have no clue. This week, uh, the New York Times had a big thing about how they had four of their journalists that in December of 2020, the Trump Justice Department tried to subpoena their emails and phone records to find their sources for a leak uh, was the leak was about something to do with January 6th uh, mm-hmm. with and I think it had to if I recall correctly I believe it had to do with the security services not uh, alerting the Capitol police in time or with enough information to be prepared for what they knew was going to happen uh, and then the in February the Biden Justice Department is continuing that lawsuit on. So the federal government is suing the New York Times and four of their reporters trying to get their uh, their journalistic privilege taken away so that they can find out who their leak is and prosecute a whistleblower, which is uh, good old uh, federal tradition since uh, Bush. 
Oh yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's something that we all have to realize. The the federal government, if you fucking leak, you cross them, even if it's for the good of the people, they're mm-hmm. gonna come after you. Shit, Chelsea I mean, Manning got, only got out barely alive. You know, she's doing fine now. And then we have, uh, my goodness, dude in Russia. Uh, oh yeah, well, Julian Edward Assange. S- oh yeah, Edward Snowden. Snowden. Yeah, Snowden. And I don't know. I don't know what happened. Julian. So I have no idea what happened to him. Man. I assume he's, like, he's what, still is, is he still in the Ecuadorian embassy in London. I think. God, let's see. Fuck that, dude. He, I mean, he was going insane. I don't know. He's like one day ago from democracy. Now Julian is suffering. And he's like, yeah, I can imagine. Where is he? Let's Where see. is old? Ju- he was in he was that, in the Ecuadorian embassy in the UK, in London, I thought. And for folks that don't know, Julian Assange uh, was, I believe, the founder of WikiLeaks, mm-hmm. and uh, put. I mean, he he went after the the United States government, put a lot of uh, information uh, out there about some of the shady, seedy, shady stuff we were doing, and. Now he lives in an, an embassy. So he's in actually actually for the last two years he's been in English or in the UK in a UK prison, and he's they've oh, they been got him? they've been he has been he was he was arrested he was yeah pulled out of the Ecuadorian embassy and put in prison with the guys of extradition to the United States. But so far they have been successfully fighting extradition, and apparently that's actually part of the talks that are going on at the G seven summit right now. Is Biden trying to extradite uh, Assange <laughs> to put him what on are trial? We gonna, what are we gonna do? And what are we gonna do when we get him? Do you, I mean, he'll just they'll probably kill him. Would we? I think they try him, him for treason, and then they put him in the supermax in Colorado with everybody else they don't want to don't want to have, and then just. But he's not. He's not. He's not an American citizen, though. So no, they couldn't you try can him be, for treason. You could try. Well. I don't know. I think you can. I think you can technically try him as an accessory to treason because he helped Edward Snowden, who was Edward Snowden and Chelsea Manning, who were the actual inside people. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, they've been trying to extradite him for years. That's why he was. That's why he was stuck in the Ecuadorian embassy in London because Ecuador has a does not have an extradition treaty with the United States, and the their embassy is technically part of Ecuador. So. Uh, that sucks. Yeah, I. Well, how did they? How do they get him out of the embassy? I am I mean, not sure about years. that. I don't know. because he he's 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 Swedish, I believe. Yeah, I believe so. Let's see. Julian Assange is actually Australian. Whoa! I did not know that. Yeah. <clears throat> so in 2010, no, in 2010, Sweden in. Uh, uh, issued an international arrest warrant for him for sexual misconduct. Oh, that's where the Swedens come right. into my brain. And then, so then, after, so he was, he was in Sweden. He, I believe he served time in Sweden because then he was, oh yeah, he was, when he was held in Swedish prison, he sued, There, like the United States was trying to extradite him from Sweden. Sweden denied the extradition and then he broke bail, left, went to London, to, and then stayed and was granted asylum in Ecuador and stayed in the Ecuadorian embassy and couldn't leave because if he did, then he would the plane would be forced down 
uh, by British or like, you know, by British authorities. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what happened. Cause I missed that part. Uh, I know that, that he was under surveillance for a long time. Oh, April 2nd, 19, Ecuador's president, uh, Moreno, said that Assange had violated his terms of asylum after photos surfaced on the internet linking Moreno to a corporate a corruption scandal. <laughs> so WikiLeaks published information about the Ecuadorian president being corrupt. And so they kicked him out and gave him... So they, uh, on April 11th, Ecuador invited uh, the Metropolitan Police into their embassy to arrest him on a u.s extradition warrant wait time out so time he, out, time he out. bit the hand there's, that fed him no there is first off there is no fucking way that he did that yeah dude so, no 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 there are no. sources here that, there's there's that, uh hold on i i'm calling bullshit right now just just hear me out you would not do that you you would stay in the the, the probably the United States, British, Swedish, it doesn't matter. They probably found shit about the the uh, president of Ecuador and then put it on WikiLeaks. And Maybe. Like, I mean, that does sound like a sounds like a psyop, a false flag. I think so. That's because this I mean, here's the here's the article. This is Reuters. Uh, what date was this? April second, twenty nineteen. President Lenin Moreno of Ecuador told radio stations on Tuesday that WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange has, quote, repeatedly violated the terms of his asylum in the Andean nation's London embassy, where he's lived for nearly seven years. Uh, In an interview, he said Assange does not have the right to hack private accounts or phones and cannot intervene in the politics of other countries, especially those that have friendly relations with Ecuador. And so then, yeah, they just let the police in and let him take him, basically. Yeah, there's no way he did that. He got set. That's yeah, he that got does set sound up, like a setup. Yeah, I'm, I mean, if if he did, he's the dumbest person of all time. Like, now he's I in could a jail see cell. He, I could see him doing that honestly, because he seems like the dude that's just like, you know, fuck you, because fuck you. Mm-hmm, you maybe. Know? But it, that does sound pretty fishy. They, like if he had if if it was less like if it was sooner from when he started there, I could see it being him. Fuck you! But he lived there for seven years. I think if you if you live with something for seven years, I think you're you can you can compromise on it. You think he just got bored? It's just like man, you know these man. Ecuadorians they're corrupt as shit. I've lived I've lived in the town I lived in for seven years now, and I feel like I'm going stir crazy. I don't know how it would be to live in an embassy for seven years and never be able to leave the grounds of the embassy for nearly a decade. That would be yeah. Incri- that that would be like being in prison essentially. Well, what do you think? When he is riding in the car, the first car he's ever he's been in in seven years, <laughs> right? And looking at the, the the sights and sounds, do you think that he's like savoring every moment because he realizes he's fucked? Like he's, you I know, can't imagine how you wouldn't, especially knowing I, that it's like you're being extradited to the United States, where it's just like you know they're gonna kill you, like they're where they're not, gonna they're, stick they're, you in a closet for the rest of your life. The, 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 do you think? Well, I mean, at least he gets a plane ride. You know, one mm. more plane ride. You know, just that's true. He gets probably, to see the he's ocean. probably in, he's probably in cuffs and stuff, and, mm-hmm. and just dude, screw, dude, screw that. Yeah. Is it worth it? Do you I think, don't know. Do you think? Do you think these guys think it's worth it? I mean, I'm. Uh, pro- I shout it, out to everything they did. I know. I so think it's. Know. I think. In hindsight. I like. I would like to say that it would be worth it to do it, but in hindsight, what it's what's come of it, literally nothing happened. 
they dropped that they dropped that bomb where it was just like hey remember all those tinfoil hat weirdos you made fun of who were joking about how you know the nsa listens to everything you say on the phone and like can just knows everything about you and he was just like no yeah that's real here look at this and everybody was just like whatever fuck him you know it, it, it's yeah, it blows no, my mind no heads no heads rolled nope. we we launched an investigation into this but then like we just reinstated the patriot act that allows this type of shit to continue and it got even it's know? gotten even worse since then too they have so much more capability and too now it's even worse because it's not just the government that's spying on you it's you know, private mega corporations that have more power than the government just basically doing whatever the government wants them to do. You know, like that this thing this week about the conservatives doing a big, uh, like, I think it's like a joint committee of Congress to investigate like antitrust legislation, but it's led by the conservatives and it has nothing to do with actual antitrust. They're just pissed off that the all of the people that are pushing uh, anti-vax and like anti-science covid bullshit on on youtube are getting banned so they're trying to break google up as a way to like basically not allow them to manage their own private platform and it has nothing to do with the fact that google controls you know google and amazon combined probably control over 90 percent of the internet you know it's they do yeah amazon alone amazon web services hosts i believe over 60% of the internet globally. Yeah, but then we looked into the, and this is something we should look into more, the, mm -hmm. what is it? The new internet? Remember, we just, we just did Oh, internet 2.0. Yeah, that yeah, uh, internet all was talking about. That is, that, I think that that's going to be what, I don't know when that's going to come online. It probably is. It's very expensive right now, but it's very private. Yeah. Um, I can you know, see it being like an intranet thing that kind of the way the dark web is, is like, it's very, it's easy to get to, but to get there, you have to know how, you know, I could see the internet 2.0 being like that and being like a corporate intranet or like being used for like security things. But I, well, I don't see it going general. I missed out on the first revolution of that because like, yeah. I, I didn't have the balls. Like I downloaded Tor and I was like, I'm going on the dark web. <laughs> and then I was, I was like, I'm going to go to oh, Silk you, Road. But you then, never went on the Silk Road, even just now, dude. Now, dude, I was, I was afraid. Oh. I was definitely afraid. I bought into all the lore and bullshit where people are like, no, you can order an assassin. You can do anything. I mean, you totally on could. There. You totally could, yeah. but. Yeah, well, I this new internet, you know, the the internet 2.0. I am getting on this revolution. I'm going to be an early adopter. <laughs> I'm going to know everything about it. I mean, I've, I'm late to everything. I was I'm late to crypto. Mm -hmm. I mean, not really. I'm nah. pre I, I still think I'm pretty early. The, you're still you're still beating the normies, so you're not late. You're not like no. the the crypto crypto weirdos that have been on there for like ten years, but you're now in there with all the investors. Yeah, but that's where I want to be. I want to be the weirdo. <laughs> I you know, know honestly. That one guy that's just internet 2.0, yeah. that's all I do. Yeah, right. I, I live online. It's just like you're just forever hacker voice. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in the room. The room is clear. Yeah, dude. Are chat rooms dead? Uh, kind of. I think chat, ro chat rooms died when forums became easier to get to and when people had per instant messaging between. Like, I feel like... I feel like chat rooms are now just group chats or Discord servers. 
you know. I don't understand Discord, dude. Why? I need you to. You need you to uh, break the. It's it's a big thing, so but I, I still I think it's a secret thing. So you're as well. a f- you're a fancy businessman, right? Does your mm-hmm. company have a Slack server or use Slack? Yeah. Yes. So Discord is literally Slack, but for just not for business. You can use it for business, but it just has more fun features in it. So like, you have interest based forums or threads that you post in. Everybody's a member of it. You can share files. You can, you know, make group chats or have, you know, chat rooms where you can go and like voice chat or just have private text chats. Um, Discord's mainly geared towards gamers. So you can, uh, excuse me, you can stream uh, your video games over Discord and people can watch. You can share your, like, your activity. Like, if you're playing a game on Steam and it's just like, you know, so-and-so is playing City Skylines or something like that. Uh, it's just like Slack. So it's like it's like an internet forum, but it's just you have to have an invite to get on it. But it's kind of like okay. e- each each server is its own little fiefdom, you know? So, but, so you, but I can't, like... I can't just explore. It's not like a Reddit where it's like, oh, look, there's a Discord server on Rick's Mind, and there's a Discord server on the JRE, and like, yeah, I can't just like Google. I I, I can't think, search. to my knowledge, there isn't in Discord. There isn't like a repository or a listing for all of for like popular Discords. Oh, um, so it's actually, decentralized. No, so it's kind of decentralized. Yeah, <laughs> they have like templates that you can use to create your own server. But for the most part, all of the servers that I've been that I am on on Discord are either ones that I started or was started by friends that I was invited to, or they're like specific interest based. You know, it's just like a forum, basically. Like, did you ever? Did you? Were you ever on web forums about anything on the internet? No, dude. I mean Reddit. I mean Reddit's a Reddit's a forum essentially. You know, mm-hmm. there's just no big network connecting all of them. Yeah, what I, I was wondering about Reddit is like, do these people get fucking paid for like for their modding? Su- for their subs and their mo- modding and stuff? I think there are some some subreddits that are like default su- the default subreddits that like when you're not logged in, that's just what shows. There's like I think a couple dozen maybe that are like yeah, but, the, the okay. biggest ones that. <clears throat> that I think maybe they some of them get paid or get mm-hmm. some sort of favor from Reddit, but for the most part, no mods of Reddit like subreddits don't get paid. It's just interest based stuff that people do for fun. So, but like the one thing I'm curious about is like Wall Street bets. I have like like when I first joined, I had like maybe a million members or something like that, yeah. and now it's at ten point two. Oh my god! Like for real? For so yeah yeah. Ten point two mil. May, may, uh, pull that up. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Um, but do they get money? Like, because there's, I'm pretty sure there's advertisements and stuff on that subreddit. And if you created it, like, do I know you get- Reddit. Reddit gets the ad revenue, but they Reddit is kind of starting to do their own cryptocurrency that certain subreddits give away based on like you know you get like the upvote points or you know the reddit points Mm -hmm. that like on the cryptocurrency subreddit they created their own cryptocurrency that you get for every uh there's a certain ratio for whatever however many upvotes you get in for comments or posts within the community you get x amount of coins and then you can trade those for you know reddit gold or reddit awards or i don't understand the reddit reddit gold is just you don't have ads on reddit but like Mm -hmm. ad blocker 
you know? And then the awards is just, you're just basically giving, you're paying money to give people emojis. I don't personally get it. Yeah, I don't understand that either. How far are we from someone getting paid in cryptocurrency for like playing a video game? I mean, Russell Okung, uh, his offensive tackle for the Panthers, he converted like what was supposed to be like six million dollars of his into crypto. Into cri- into he got paid in Bitcoin, and his Bitcoin that he was paid from made him the third highest player in the league that year. Yeah, like no, that I, alone, I, not I, even the rest of his contract. Yep, yeah, like that. I I do. I did hear about that. But what I'm curious, like I'm just saying, uh, I'm not doing a very good job explaining. You mean like it. Like, like a specific person or just goods like, and services? I'm just, like I just feel like we're eventually to a point where someone's going to have like a Sims game, mm-hmm. and they're going to go to work, whatever mm-hmm. they do, and they're going to get paid in crypto, and then have it go to their crypto wallet and. It's going to start out as a joke, and some guy's going to make millions of dollars just by playing a game and well, getting so there, paid in this. Like, there's sort of paid in Shiba Inu. There's there's know? what there's a crypto that is right now that I uh, I own a couple of them, not many, just a few. Mm-hmm. That it's called Mana, and it is from Decentraland. Decentraland mm-hmm. is was started by one of the people from. Uh, Atari, I think that it's an Ethereum based currency that the that mana will become the currency of this virtual world called Decentraland that it's supposed to be like you can use it like they like right now they sell parcels of digital land of like space in the game. So I like I'm not 100% certain as to exactly what the but I know that a lot a big part of it is going to be uh gambling and casinos and something like like kind of like enter just like entertainment like think like second life but with a cryptocurrency like and that's trading right now and it's based Nerd on alert. yeah it's based on Nerd the Ethereum blockchain oh, yeah i know right i never just for the record i never played central life okay or second life i don't even know i don't know what that is but i do know so how did you go I'm, through life I'm, and not know who's not how second life is not number one because i was interested in women and chasing women <laughs> you're, chasing not, him. you're just okay? not terribly autistic like i am <laughs> no no not at all no i wanted to get outside and look at the sun and i was more interested in like ooh oh let me go skip rocks across this lake and let me go <laughs> Sec- Let's go so, catch salamanders. So, like, Second Life was like The Sims, except it was like a, it was like the first, kind of like like you've heard of RuneScape, I assume, right? Dude, no, no. god damn it, you don't know. Okay, so it's it was a perpetually online role playing game where it was like people could you went in and you made an avatar and you could sound stupid buy you could buy <laughs> land and build a house and do all this stuff, but it wasn't like like the Sims is a game. Like there's, you know, you're trying mm-hmm. to do challenges or do certain things. Second life was just like literally like a digital world that you could like have a whole nother life. I, which is, was a lie. I never, <laughs> wait, 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 I, wait, 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 time, time, time out. Actually now it's starting to make sense. I think that was the game. I watched some weird, not reality TV show, but like a Dr. Phil esque show mm-hmm. where some guy, like you could, you could, 
you had a second life, mm-hmm. and you could like people formed connections with other human beings. Like yep. they would kiss. Yep. They would kiss like some Susie from Oklahoma and Dave from New York. Like they would get in a relationship on this game. Mm-hmm. And it like was, and some some people's spouses like got really jealous. I mean, I would too. That seems a little ridiculous. But, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. No. That 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 I do remember this now. This yeah. dude. This is like ten years ago, though. It's still going, which and it's weirdly kind of having a renaissance. Uh, that there's a I can't remember her name, but there was a an artist who worked with several of my mentors that they did performances based in Second Life. Because she like part of her her art thing was she was doing she was like sculpting digital spaces and then making performance spaces and so then people would perform but then it would be their avatars performing in second wait, life. Wait wait wait! Can I be a rock star? Is anyone famous in Second Life? Is yeah, there any famous? Yeah, there, there was. <laughs> this is I mean, weird, I think like I, I I'm pretty sure I saw that Doctor Phil episode that you're that you referenced. I don't know if I don't know if it was. It a feels Dr. like Phil it feels like Doctor Phil. Uh, or like some some kind of like show like that that was mm-hmm. about like people who, you know, for whatever reason in their their actual lives were not happy with themselves, like they were not happy with their physical ability or size or unhappy with their life or whatever that they did second life and had like like barely existed in the real world outside of like, you know, getting a job to pay bills and then being at home and then when they were home they were just always on second life or there were people that ran businesses that were totally digital within second within second life because second life had a currency that could be exchanged for u.s dollar because it was like a token you would buy tokens like the way you do on like xbox or playstation to buy games or you used to before they could just like charge a card you know dude that's crazy. it's crazy yeah. it's, it's wild so there's a new game now. Back to that, where I can purchase digital real estate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, it's... I want to. I want to own it all. How much money <laughs> would that cost me? Oh god, I don't know, man. I don't know how. Well, like, well, I don't well, know how how, how how open how much it is like actually functioning, or if it's like kind of like alpha concept stages. No, no, yeah, you need to figure this out because like if there is. Uh, I I would try. I would seriously invest in land in this. Like if I, I just think it'd be funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so look, it looks like, it looks like I mean, it is functional, but it's in its very early stages, and it's I've I have heard people talk about it and say that it's really buggy right now, and it has no legs, but the potential of what it could be eventually. So I, what does that does, does that mean that they'd make an NFT for me of the land that I have? Like yeah, some something like that. It's all it's like everything you own within the game is also somehow then guaranteed by Ethereum blockchain. Oh, fuck like encryption yeah. and like because the the currency is based on the Ethereum blockchain. And like let's let's see what it is the 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 coin is called Mana or is the symbol is mana, but it's Decentraland. It's right now it's at 67 cents currently. Oh shit. This is trading. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. your boy's going to bomb buy it. Yeah, I have, I have a couple, I have a few. Cause it was one of those ones that it like, it started running and it was like cheap and I had money from another, another win. And so I was just like, you know, fuck it, whatever. It's like, put 10 bucks in here. I have 30 mana right now. And I paid forty bucks for that, so it's like I'm I'm down 
exactly how much the market is down basically right now you know but it it is it is a very interesting concept that it's all supposed to be just digital currency so you use it for whatever uh whatever you can like i think it's supposed to be just like you know legal tender and you can do essentially anything i think they're basically trying to create a 3d world in every single sense of the way like you can just like I could go to Home Depot and buy a bunch of wood and do something. I could go on the game and do that and somehow do a game mechanic to build something, you know? Dude, we're 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 in the metaverse. The, the it's the meta world is it's, close. It's we so are weird, so man. close, dude. We're so close to I mean, what's that um movie? Give me a second, it's gonna come to me. Uh <laughs> Ready Player One. Ready oh. Player One. What we're we're putting confi- con convicts and uh there was something I just saw because isn't isn't that game? I I have never or wait, or no, I'm thinking of a different film. I'm thinking of the film that Jared Butler was in, that it was like a really bad action movie where it was like he was a convict and there was some sort of like he was an avatar of himself in a first person sh- like Call of Duty shooter type game and they were competing to whoever won like you either died in the game and then also died in real life or you won the tournament and you got out of prison or something give me a second i know exactly I think that what you're was talking called, about i think it was called gamer it Wasn't is it? gamer no pull google it though yeah but jared butler sure yeah 2009 it is gamer i'm pretty yeah. sure i'm i'm also pretty sure it's gerard it is gerard yeah it is. Uh, let's see. In a future mind-controlled game, death row convicts are forced to battle in a doom quote uh, quote doom type environment. Co- convict Cable, controlled by Simon, a skilled. Oh yeah, they're convicts in the game, but they're controlled by like actual by like teenagers. So it must survive thirty sessions in order to be freed. There, there was a, a thing I saw, an article, I can't remember where, I'll try to find it and send it to you, about that there was some sort of like a, a, a pharmaceutical company that was experimenting with, uh, it, it had to do with research for like PTSD and depression and like medication resistant depression, that they were testing these kinds of things that they were like sedatives that were psychoactive that people could, it fucked with their sense of time. So it would kind of like inception, it would put you to sleep and make you feel like you've been doing something for a year or two, but it's really been like 45 minutes and you're in your therapist office. Um, there was a byline in this article that I was reading that there was like, there's also intense interest from the prison industry about new ways of how we can, you know, uh, like use it for prison where they can, like, let's say you get, you, uh, rob a store and you get armed robbery 25 to, you know, 25 to life. They, they put you in a room, they put you on the gurney, they sedate you in your brain. You've served your life sentence, but in reality, it's been like 15 minutes or an hour. You're freaking me out. That's Number like, one, that's so put awful. That in the, put that in the show yeah. notes, but I also have to say this. Um, you ever watch uh, Black Mirror? Yes. That sounds like something out that, of that, Black That Mirror. reminds me of that episode of White Christmas when they um, when they put the guy in, uh, it looks like this Alexa device. Yep. And they, they, they try and figure out whether he committed this crime. Mm-hmm. And I'm uh, you know, if you haven't seen Black Mirror by now, it's pretty fuck good. You. It's pretty <laughs> so good. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spoil this. But yeah, the, and towards the end, he ends up staying it's in there been for three like years, eternity. You 
eternity, man. Like that's it's crazy. Because well, they, they, they specifically re- they specifically referenced like you know like you know uh, the it was some like some like fucking dystopian shit. It was just like you know the bounds of current uh, juris or you know judicial punishment is you know life sentence. You know you can put you can sentence someone to concurrent life or you know back-to-back life sentences but you know they're really not going to get the punishment they're given you know they're only going to be able to have to you know exist in prison and die in prison with no freedom so we'll just make them feel and think like they've lived five lifetimes in their head when in reality they've been in this room for a week yeah well, yeah <laughs> well they like kept the God. dude in this they kept the dude in the same room and he had to live the same day over the same song all of that like, just, like groundhog day yeah yeah, screw that, dude. Yeah, could you like could you could you imagine like that's it's bad enough we have private prisons that are like publicly traded companies. Like I I don't want to be in I don't want to be in reality with that. I mean in a really dark way. Uh do you have the ticker on any of these things? Cuz they're <laughs> yeah. not going away. No. <laughs> they're not going away no. anytime do you, soon. Do you have any tips that I could buy some? No, yeah. I have I have made it a point of my life to not invest in prison stocks. <laughs> it seems like a I don't really feel, safe I don't, investment. I would I don't feel, yeah, let's see Google prison the first thing to cop up I top I I type prison and the first thing to pop up is an invest, investorplace.com these three private prison stocks could surprise followers. <laughs> it's like Oh, did they 100% could the, Core Civic the Geo Group and I've heard of Palantir uh PLTR that's a popular like, one. I've heard of that. Uh, PLTR. Oh, that's. I'm gonna definitely look look into mixing that in my for, portfolio. Oh. As I mean, as long as there are poor, poor people, brown people, black people, dude, prisons are gonna be. They're gonna be uh, just fine. Uh, I know. That's an industry that's not. That's recession proof, brother. That's the thing. Prison shouldn't be an industry. <laughs> <laughs> like Jesus Christ! Imagine like your great grandfather sitting here and listening to this conversation just being like what the fuck you people trade prisons <laughs> like <laughs> fuck yeah like I, I i feel like it's like so that's another thing i was going to bring up was this I mean, historically I don't, historically how how is it performing what's, what's historically how it let's see yeah, how's it, how's it look? <laughs> man how are prison stocks doing this year <laughs> what's your 52 week high <laughs> Less the yeah, fifty-two week range for Palantir was its low was eight ninety and its high was forty-five. That's some ooh, volatility. For, ooh, what 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 happened to Palantir? How, what's going on? I'm guessing. Let's see. So the three month chart was up at twenty six in March. Six months it spiked in January. Late January when the whole market did at thirty nine. But then, let's see. The highest it looks like was 39, actually, or just it like just touched 40 in late January. And then just with it's just trended like the rest of the market. So it doesn't it was, look what, like it's specifically what, that. What is it? What is it? What is it? What is the uh, ticker on that again? The ticker PLTR Palantir Technologies CI dash A. Oh, please. That's. <laughs> The, uh, Palantir Technology is a, uh, is a public American software company that specializes in big data analytics headquartered uh-huh. in Denver, Colorado. It is so, so fucking it, a CIA thing. It's in Denver. This is absolutely a fucking honeypot. Are you, wait, are you sure that this is a prison? Yeah. Do, are you sure? Palantir is, they do, they do, because 
data analytics is prison management. They run all of the systems. They automate prisons and run all these analytics. Oh shit! But no, like but they're I'm diversified. They they do private prison. Yeah. So, but no, there. So that this is the technology of mm-hmm. the prison, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. the the cameras, all the. But yeah. I'm what I'm talking the about software. is the actual business. I believe the actual business. Let's see. Like the actual who owns the. There like, are there the are private prison. prison stocks, like companies that actually manage. I believe this one, Core Civic, is one. Yeah, that's what let's I'm looking see. at. I want. I want. I want to know. I want to know. I mean, I'll I'll buy some Palantir. Fuck it. But I want to know, like, who, look at you know, Palantir. Who's, who's hiring the guards? Look at Palantir. They're based in. They're a software company founded in 2003 by Peter Thiel in Denver. This is 100% a CIA-backed, you know, bullshit. And then too, look at all of the military contracts they have with the intelligence community. That is so a CIA thing. Because they have, they have a ton of defense contracts. Other clients as of 2013 include Department of Homeland Security, the NSA, the FBI, the CDC, the Marine Corps, the Air Force, Special Operations Command, West Point, and JSOC, <laughs> the Army. <laughs> it's like, oh... Yeah, so oh, it's I like mean, listen, listen. I think that this is completely undervalued right now. Oh, I it's think totally this is undervalued. Good, this is a very good buy. Hey, it's like <laughs> it's like it's abs- It seems like you know this is not financial advice. This seems like a good buy, but I don't know if I don't know if I want to make my portfolio and my retirement off of a private prison. You know? Oh <laughs> like, fuck it, dude. I I definitely do. <laughs> I definitely do, dude. I'd like to I try to re- I'd like to try to maintain some of my ethics and become wealthy, which I don't. I there's a certain level I can get to where I'm comfortable and still do that, but I'm not going to be Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Listen, I'm just all I'm trying to say is Palantir looks good. That's all. So wait, what was the other one? What was the other? I, but I also want the people that the other I one... need to own a piece of stock to where I need to be a shareholder of the prison guards. Oh god. You know, I need to here's, know here's which your, company here's that your, is. here's your one. The uh the ticker ticker symbol is CXW. They are called Core Civic and this is their subtitle Better the Public Good. For, so for they basically they're oh my a, god. A, a a civic real estate company that builds and manages prisons <laughs> and government property. I have to buy this. It's eleven forty one. That's it. Their well, market about... their market cap is one hundred and eighty eight million. I'm sorry their their market cap is one point nine billion. Their net mm-hmm. income was one hundred and eighty eight. <clears throat> like damn, yeah. This is just yeah. they just build government buildings, mostly prisons though. They oh, were in twenty sixteen Corrections Corporation of America, along with the Geo Group, were running quote more than hundred and seventy prisons and detention centers. And CCA's revenues in 2015 were 1.79 billion. Yeah, their Not industry is the private prison industry. Let's go. Let's go with there. Let's go with the boom. It's ten. It's it's been in the nines. Oh, it's been as low as six dollars. Man, that would have been a good buy. October 27th, 2020. Yeah. Damn. April, it was down to 7.26. Mm-hmm. And it's now up around eleven, so that would have been a nice, nice little bump. There's a, a there's a, a, a company buy, that yeah. I went in on called Microvision that mm-hmm. 
they're out of Redmond, Washington, that they have the contract in place from the army to build the new uh, heads-up display that will be standard issue for all infantry and ground mm. troops. That's just like, it's like a heads-up display from like a fighter jet. It has like, it's like an IR or an, uh, a VR kind of goggled for like augmented reality of being able to like show you distance and maps and like it'd be like a hud in a video game basically wait are you fucking kidding me god that's so no sick. no and they're and they've been and this is a company that they've been around for a while and they got this contract they've had it for a couple of years but my the the word is microsoft has been sniffing for to buy them for the last couple of years they haven't but um currently i think it's trading up around 20 something right now and it was down around 13 Ooh. when i bought in Dude, fuck you. Nice buy. How'd you find out about that? Uh, I just saw an article in, um, I think, in the New York Times about them, (laughs) about getting the contract or something, and just looked into it, and I was just like, was looking, and it was just like their their high was like 20-something, their low was in the sevens, and their market Mm -hmm. cap was huge. So it was like, it's like a way undervalued stock that it should have been closer to 30 a share should i buy should i buy now mm. i think if it goes back down below like i don't know 18 dollars, then it might be but like right i haven't ever seen it go there was a pump and dump done by people on the internet of last month or the month before that mm-hmm. it went up in one day from two days from 13 to 23 but then crashed back down to 13 but has steadily been building like it closed yesterday at 2160 but you know it's been flirting around 23 for the last month <clears throat> okay yeah it went to 26 in april that's when the pump was but that was over the course of like 3 days it crashed all the way back down to 13 um nice but now it's it's like built a base and steady up top so it it should continue to grow which would be nice but it's a cool company. Like the concept is neat. It's just, I feel like if they, I don't know if they just keep the military contract, I couldn't see the stock going above maybe 30, $35 a share, which would still be a nice gain for, you know, if you bought in like around where I did. But, um, if Microsoft buys them, that could push it a little higher. So who knows? Dude, that's not bad. Mm Mm-hmm. That's not bad at all. That's very interesting. <clears throat> I didn't know this. Yeah, but we've we've covered we've covered a lot today. We've we covered always do. The metaverse. We've covered. We, we got even... off on it. Go ahead. We got off of started talking about stocks, and we we just found out we could own you, the listener, can <laughs> own a piece of Americana. You can buy <laughs> a piece of American stock. culture. Do you, would you like to own your very own piece of systemic racism? Well, have I got an investment for you? Prison stock. Dude, I just feel oh like as a, as a black man, I feel like I need to profit off of it. Dude, I'm just saying for the people to, like, just we need to profit off your way this. into abolition gotta, just by buying all have, the prisons and closing. We have to, we have to, that's what we should do. Well, well, maybe not close all of the prisons, but we are the most, most incarcerated nation on the planet. By a long I'm shot. I'm just too. saying, I, I feel like it's morally, un, morally bad to not own some of the prison stocks. <laughs> they've, I'm just saying, they've stolen uh, the lives of my people, your people too, poor white people, right? And, <laughs> 
I'm just saying, like, we got to get in on this. Yeah, you know, we my gotta people, get in on well, my white people aren't the white people that get thrown in prison. We're the ones that just get killed by the government, though, you know? <laughs> or just like, uh, you go to Siberia, you, you disappear. <laughs> <laughs> That, that, yeah, I mean, man. we didn't we didn't even talk about BlackRock and all the real estate investment firms buying up entire subdivisions in one go and then jacking the prices up. You know, we didn't even talk about that, and that's terrifying. Wait, hold on, bro. We have. Whoa, 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 are we, I think I'm with you, mm-hmm. but tell have me you, a little bit more. So this is some, this is a trend that started last year, uh, but it has picked it picked up steam big time since. Uh, the pandemic has when while in reality it is absolutely not over uh, it mm-hmm. you know uh, the governments are pretending that it's over so the economy is sort of trying to come back and one of the big trends is that uh, so as you can imagine the pension system is a shit show uh, because mm-hmm. it's overextended there's not enough investment to keep the return you know, there's also not enough people paying in to pay for the people who have paid in for, you know, 30 years and have retired now. So a lot of uh, hedge funds that manage uh, pensions and invest uh, pension investments and things, as well as just really, they call it, my mom knew what this was called when I mentioned to her because she was a stockbroker. It's, they were, they're like uh, real estate investment firms or something, management firms that, but they're like hedge funds that mm-hmm. buy that buy houses and then rent them or try to flip them and sell them. This Mm -hmm. article that I read today or earlier this week was from Bloomberg and it's about specifically a company called a fund called BlackRock and then also Mm -hmm. Cerberus Capital, which I believe Cerberus Capital is the one that the CIA is a big investor in. That they also in because they were what it's it's either Cerberus or whichever company was the biggest initial investor in Facebook is is basically a CIA hedge fund. Um, they are. Wait, 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 wait. Time out. Time out. What? The CIA has a hedge fund. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, CIA DGH hedge fund. I have to look it up. It's uh, in <clears throat> is here's venture capital firm. InQtel, sorry. So InQtel, it's in-Q-Tel is the CIA's venture. It's a venture capital firm that the CIA uses to basically make up money for black black projects or to invest in black projects. Uh, they were one of the original investors in Facebook. But then Cerberus Capital also has some, I believe, has some links to the CIA. Um, but anyway, Cerberus and BlackRock and a couple other, also one called Open Door. Um they are basically they're either mega tech companies or <clears throat> investment hedge funds that mostly manage pensions are buying up literal subdivisions worth of houses at once buying everybody mm-hmm. out of a subdivision overpaying by like oops sorry alexa stop sorry um oh dude time out they're fucking listening I know, dog right right <laughs> so they're they're buy they're buying up Entire subdivisions at one at one go, buying everybody out, overpaying by like 30, 40, 50 percent, and then flipping them into rental properties. So like or uh, construction companies putting, you know, one hundred and fifty million dollars to build a planned community. And then instead of what used to be, 
you know, a construction company would do that, but then they would sell the individual houses to individuals. They're selling them in one go to management companies or hedge funds to then just turn the entire thing into a rental property because they can triple their money just renting the same thing that you would get for a mortgage. So they're like, basically Wall Street is buying up all of the available real estate and at one time driving scarcity because no one can buy it. And then two driving the prices up because no, no one can afford it because they're just doing it as a line item investment thing. It's crazy. Okay. I didn't know about this, but yeah, it's horrible. I just, I mean, if that keeps continuing, like maybe who knows, maybe it'll get to a point where no one, like we're all just renting for the rest of our lives and large corporations. I mean, that's what, that's what most people in big cities are, unless you're wealthy or you're, you, you're, you, you make a lot of money or you're born into money. That's essentially how anybody lives in a big city is you're just a perma renter, you know, it's just fascinating. It's fascinating. And it's like, this is like, so there's a book that I, I just ordered. I actually need to go pick it up from the bookstore. That is this book that it talks about how capitalism is dead. This is not what we have now is not capitalism. This is like the next evil, evil, the most evil iteration of base capitalism that you can imagine that it's like this, where you have mega funds that because of the legal status they're given by the feds of acting as an individual and not a company, they treat it as if one rich dude went in and bought a subdivision instead of a company buys 200 houses at once. And instead of having 200 families or individuals live in these houses and pay affordable money to have, you know, housing, it's a company, you know, charges double what a mortgage would be and people have to pay it because there is no option but to pay it because no one will lend to them or there is no there's just no stock available for people to get it's crazy that's like what my parents are going through uh they're trying to buy a house right now and they are like everything is selling like within a month or week of being listed. And it's normally there's like three people competing for a house and paying over list for like houses that in reality are worth like 120 grand, but having to pay close to three, three fifty for them. It's in because of all the, and this is in small town because of all of the pandemic and everybody working remotely, they realize they don't have to live in a big city if they don't want to. So they're just going to all these small towns and it's, you know, it's instead of just, you know, slowly destroying the real estate market in big cities, it's slowly destroying the real estate market everywhere in the country. I don't think, I think that we're seeing, what we're seeing is um, a lot of, inf- with the inflated housing market is, I think a lot of it, <clears throat> what I'm trying to say is, I think that we're looking at another 2008 very yeah. shortly. Oh yeah, this is, this I think is the, the housing market. To burst. I think the housing market's going to collapse, I think. Uh, and now, if you are renting when that happens, that'll be good. I think the Fed's going to raise interest rates, so it's harder to get money. And I think that that will slow the buying down. I also think that a lot of the boomers and whatnot are going to be moving out of their houses. The kids are going to want to sell their houses because yeah. they don't want to buy it, or maybe they don't want to live in them. Or they're just and trying I think to there's going to, for the first time in a long time, I think that you're going to see, and I don't know, this could be in 10 years, but it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, 
I think for the first time in a long time, you're going to see more houses for sale than there are buyers, and that's that's going to correct the price. Yeah, and I was and and I think and so if the market like I and you know you know of the market cycles, you know theory. Yeah. There, the cycles say that there should have been 2008 should have been a depression level event, but because of all the market manipulation. It wasn't. It was a recession that then just strengthened the positions of the people who benefited from that the most. And there have been at least two other years since that there should have been market events, but because of manipulation, they just keep propping everything up. I think, I hope, like you, that this is the bubble's about to burst and all the money's going to go out with it. But this time, I think instead of it just being residential real estate, I think it's going to be all real estate. I think it's going to be the value of land entirely, I think, is going to crash. Because while the Fed raising interest rates and making it hard to get money, it's already fucking hard to get It's impossible to get money if you don't have a perfect credit score. You know, Mm -hmm. and, you know, like somehow I can't get a mortgage for a $900 a month mortgage, but I'm expected to pay, you know, twice that in rent. You know, it's I, I, I think unless that alone isn't going to do anything but strengthen the positions of these hedge funds, which is why they're doing it, because the people that run these things are smart and they see what's coming and they're going to try to take advantage of it for money. And if they do that. It's going to crash the housing market. They're going to raise interest rates so no one can get funding. And then on top of that, there's not going to be any stock or very little stock. And it's all going to be artificially inflated because of scarcity. And then also because everything is a rental that's owned by a mega company, you know, or some dude that lives, you know, fucks off to wherever and just buys, you know, regular people houses and jacks the prices through the roof all over the South or the East or whatever, you know? Yeah. It's not a good, it's not a good situation. It's like, Bummer cast, but you know, unless there's a lot of things done to to restrict the wealth possibilities for these people, it's not gonna it's gonna get worse. I guess only time will tell, man. We'll find out. But in the meantime, just keep buying that prison stock. <laughs> All right, buy the brothers. Keep buy the buy the buy, buy the prison stock, and uh, you know maybe 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 try and get a loan from loan from InQtel. All right, <laughs> go ask Develop the CIA some... if you can buy a prison. That's nice. And <laughs> we're dialed in, dude. But this, we're above this, dude. This is, of our this is the new world planning. order is buying prisons from the CIA. <laughs> Dog, I am seriously gonna I am seriously gonna purchase some of this just because <laughs> it's funny. But uh I mean that's that's I you know, as always, I definitely learned something today. Yeah. Uh I did not know you could buy prison stock. Yeah, it's, it's been it's, it's terrifying I think it's been going on for exciting. I think it's been going on since the Obama administration or slightly before that, maybe. And I didn't know about InQtel either. I yeah. didn't know the CIA oh, yeah. had a venture capital. You need to firm. do some. You need to do your get your get yourself a copy of uh, Family of Secrets about the Bushes and the CIA, and just learn about the CIA because it's pretty wild what they're into. That's insane. Well, that's that's why they stay on top. So mm-hmm. they're they they get it. Yeah. Anyways, man, as always, it was a pleasure. I can't wait to do another one of these. Yeah, I'll talk to you later. Bye. All right, man. Bye.